and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're looking at the 2006 O'Hara UFO incident. That's correct, the 2006 O'Hara UFO incident. This is probably one of the better documented cases of a UFO being sighted. This, of course, is back in 2006. Now, cell phones were around, and they actually had started to come out with cell phones on cameras. I think, I think the camera phones came out in like 1999 or something in Japan. They hadn't really gotten popular here in the U.S. until maybe 2003, 4, 5, 6 area. So there were cell phone cameras available, but they were a long ways from what you have today, of course, with the uh, modern cell phones, which came out, I believe, in 2009. So we don't have a lot of uh, photographic evidence of this, really, or any that I know of. But we have a lot of reliable eyewitness accounts, and we have multiple eyewitness accounts from people that were there and people that we would normally count on if they told us that they saw something. Now, the first article that we're looking at comes from Above Top Secret, and the title is 10th Anniversary of the the O'Hare UFO Incident. This is dated November 9th, 2016, and they're looking back on this 10 years after it happened. It starts off, it says, a few days ago was the 10th anniversary of this event. As a resident of Chicago, I remember this pretty vividly, as it was on all the local news broadcast. If you aren't familiar with it, here is a brief rundown. Then it says, at approximately 16.15 Central Standard Time, so that would be, what, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, 4.15, November 7th, 2006, federal authorities at Chicago O'Hare International Airport received a report that a group of 12 airport employees were witnessing a metallic, saucer-shaped craft hovering over gate C-17. The object was first spotted by a ramp employee who was pushing back United Airlines Flight 446, which was departing Chicago for Charlotte, North Carolina. The employee apprised Flight 446 crew of the object above the aircraft. So it gives you the exact location, gate C-17, and explains that they're pushing this craft on the runway and getting ready to take off. And the guy, that, that the ramp employee, the guy that's, that's positioning this airplane to take off, this Flight 446, looks up and sees this UFO. Now, obviously, he's seen something because he notifies the pilot of it. He's like, hey, you might want to be careful taking off. There's a UFO up there. And says the employee apprised Flight 446's crew of the object above their aircraft. It is believed that both the pilot and co-pilot also witnessed the object. Several independent witnesses outside of the airport also saw the object. One described a blatant disc-shaped craft hovering over the airport, which was obviously not clouds. According to this witness... Nearby observers gasped as the object shot through the clouds at a high velocity, leaving a clear blue hole in the cloud layer. Of course, we know that this thing was just suspended there uh, above the ground. Some people said 300 feet, some people said 1,000. But then when it took off uh, upwards to gaining altitude, it just shot straight up. And when it went through this cloud layer, this kind of cloud bank that was over the, covering the airport in that whole area, it left a hole just like it drilled a hole right through the clouds. And people were just astonished by this. It says the hole reportedly seemed to close itself shortly afterward. Now, according to the Chicago Tribune's John Hilkovich, quote, the disc was visible for approximately five minutes and was seen by close to a dozen United Airlines employees 
ranging from pilots to supervisors who heard chatter on the radio and raced out to view it. So far, no photographic evidence of the UFO has surfaced, although it was reported to Hickovich that one of the United Airlines pilots was in possession of a digital camera at the time of the sighting and may have photographed the event. Then it says NARCAP has published a 155-page report suggesting a presence of the object in an account over O'Hare and has called for a government inquiry and improved energy sensing technologies. Quote, anytime an airborne object can hover for several minutes over a busy airport but not be registered on radar or seen visually from the control tower constitutes a potential threat to flight safety. Well, I guess we're lucky back then that they didn't call in an airstrike and have this thing shot down with a sidewinder. Now, the author goes on and says, I personally believe this is one of the more important sightings there have been an immediate cover-up began from the beginning, which was obvious. I don't think enough time has gone by for American airline workers to come forward as most are still employed and are still worried about losing their job. Would love to get a discussion going again in regards to the event, certainly a lot more. And what, and what we found here was this thing uh, was seen by all these people, but nobody really seemed to be willing to come forward and be named. And of course... You can understand, this is 2006. People are probably less open-minded about this sort of thing. And I suppose it's reasonable that these folks would have not only been concerned about being depersoned, but they would have been concerned about losing their livelihood, possibly being blacklisted and not able to get a job uh, in their field anymore as far as you know, being an uh, airline pilot or part of the crew or even one of the ground crew who you know there that saw this thing. And so we had a real uh, resistance for people to come forward and say, yeah, I saw it. But we did get a lot of good detail because it was investigated, you know, like I said, by by this reporter from the Tribune. And we were able to get people to go on the record, but they just wouldn't go on the record using their name. Now, let's take a look at this next article concerning this very strange and very uh, well-recorded event that happened over Chicago as O'Hare Airport back in November of 2006. Now, if we go back just one year, using Above Top Secret again as a source, because this is an excellent article, and I will post these on the Buy Me a Coffee website. I'll try to put a link in the description. The title says, Punching a Hole in the Clouds, O'Hare Airport UFO 2006 Revisited. The date on this is May 25, 2015. It says, and this is, quote, an anonymous witness from O'Hare Airport says, November 2006, some of us are angry with this being hushed up with all the terrorism and TSA idiots hanging around. If we see a funny-looking bag, all hell breaks loose. But park a funny funny silver thing a few hundred feet above a busy airport, and everyone tries to hush it up. It just doesn't make sense. I like that. I'm going to read that again. It says, Some of us are getting angry with this being hushed up with all the terrorists and TSA, that's Transportation Security Administration, idiots hanging around. If we see a funny-looking bag, all hell breaks loose. But park a funny silver thing a few hundred feet above a busy airport, and everyone tries to hush it up. It just doesn't make sense. That tells me that this guy's been visited by somebody. 
that tells me that these people aren't just afraid of being depersoned because they've observed how UFO experiencers have been treated over the years. This tells me that somebody is on the ground actively trying to cover this stuff up. We have to be able to see from cases like this that the authorities, as they're so glowingly referred to, have some idea of what's going on. And whether they're covering this up, up because they're in collusion with what these things are or because they're simply trying to keep the knowledge from the public is up for debate. But the fact that they're covering up these UFO encounters and trying to shut up the people that saw them, the witnesses. In a witness case, that would be called witness tampering. You go to prison for that. But in today's America, the government feels free to intimidate witnesses who have seen these UFOs, especially when they've been spotted over uh, airports or places that might affect public travel. They feel free to shut these people up and intimidate them, commit witness tampering, because they have no fear of, of, of anything happening to them. It goes on and says, I'm dragging this case back up because I've just found it featured on the TV program, The Unexplained Files, via Discovery Science in Europe, a.k.a. Science Channel in North America. Secondly, there are a number of things about the case that have never been satisfactorily resolved, which I will come to later. But for the benefit of those unfamiliar with the case or had maybe forgotten the main details, here is the recap. And then it has an illustration of here of what this UFO would look like. A couple of them. P pretty decent. It says digital recreation of UFO over O'Hare Airport, November 7th, 2006. It says on November 7th, 2006, around 4 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. on a dull overcast day, a UFO was spotted by a number of witnesses. It was seen hovering below the clouds over gate C-17 of the O'Hare International Airport and described as a solid metallic disc-shaped craft thought to be around 30 feet in diameter. According to eyewitnesses, it stayed, it stayed around for somewhere between 5 to 15 minutes and then disappeared at a rapid rate, piercing a distinct hole as if it had cut through the cloud cover. Those in close enough proximity below could see even the blue sky above the clouds. So that's something that's exhibiting an awful lot of force. It's going up through these dense clouds, this dense clouds, which have formed just a almost like a cloud bank over the top of this airport, and it's punching this distinct hole through it, hole the same size and shape of the craft that goes up through it. The object was first spotted by an airport ramp employee who noted a strange object in the sky as he was pushing back United Airlines UA Flight 456 at around 4.15 p.m., he notified the pilot and co-pilot who reported the matter to the airline's control center. The pilot refused to speak about the incident. Well, he'd been well trained. However, the co-pilot confirmed their, their flight had been delayed whilst the situation was being dealt with by airport personnel. He also said they saw a craft that was dirty aluminum collared, very stable and without optical distortions near it. So that's the description from the co-pilot. Dirty, aluminum-collared, very stable, and without optical distortions near it. This is a professional, an expert witness is telling you what he saw. 
Two mechanics working in a hangar on a, on a United Airlines aircraft overheard the radio chatter. They looked out and saw a strange object 100 to 200 feet below the cloud cover. They described a gray oval-shaped craft and confirmed it was not like any blimp or plane they are familiar with. One of the mechanics, minutes later, also witnessed the object ascending rapidly, leaving the well-defined tunnel through the clouds. So we have multiple witnesses of this thing hovering there above the ground and then just shooting up through the clouds. And as it went through the clouds, just burning those clouds away and leaving this distinct tunnel where this thing had traversed through the clouds. A couple of office workers, also hearing the radio chatter, left their building to see an elliptical dark metal object above the airport. They then witnessed the strange craft accelerate so fast into the clouds that it seemed to have left in a blur. United Airlines had notified TSA, that's the Transportation Security Administration, and the Willis Tower, that's the old Sears Tower there, the big skyscraper, their operating center, but no one could confirm anything being picked up on radar. At least a dozen O'Hara employees are believed to have witnessed the unusual events of November 7, 2006, and been told to file reports of what they had seen. Several of these employees also pointed out that United Airlines management had forbid them from talking about the matter in public. Initially, the policy seemed to have achieved the required results. There were no mainstream news reports coming out of O'Hare in the days that followed. The only hints that something strange might have been going on came from two reports on New Fork at the National UFO Reporting Center website. Just a fascinating uh, case, I think. And there's more to this. We'll come back and take a look at another day, but I just like these two articles from Above Top Secret because they're written, you know, a few years after what happened, but they go right to the point of these people being there at O'Hare International Airport, 2006, just just over five years after uh, the 911 attack. You know, when we're all supposed to be so concerned about uh, airline safety, and as this, as this anonymous source says, well, you know, all these idiots hanging around. If we see a funny-looking bag, all hell breaks loose, but park a funny silver thing a few hundred feet above a busy airport and everyone tries to hush it up. Why are we trying to hush this up for? We have the time it happened. We have the date it happened. We have multiple eyewitnesses. We have reliable witnesses. We have expert witnesses. We have everything but a a video recording of this thing, really. And even today you find very little uh, about this being said in official channels. This is why when I see things like this recent uh, UFO congressional briefing and they say, well, we have no evidence of anything that uh, violates the laws of physics. It's it's hilarious to me. I'll just close by saying, I was playing cards last week with some friends and there was a guy there from out of town and uh, the subject of UFOs came up. Imagine that with me being there. And he says, oh, by the way, um, I was over in uh, downstate Illinois playing golf with some friends, and we saw a UFO. And the table got quiet. Not me. So I said, really? Yeah, I got a picture of it, he says. He pulls out his phone, and he's got an excellent uh, picture of these three orbs. Uh, in a, three, of course, so they're in a triangle shape. And he explains that this thing just uh, hovered there above the ground. It looked like maybe, I don't know, three or 400 feet, these three orbs. And they were just doing, they were doing maneuvers in formation, he said. Like they were all connected together, but they were all moving around as if they were moving in tandem. And he said, we just watched them for, I don't know, 
10, 15, 20 minutes, and, they, and then they just disappeared. So what I liked about that was this guy's there. He's on the golf course with his friends, and he happens to look up and sees this trio of UFO orbs, and he grabs his phone. He starts taking pictures, and that's what we have to do. We, we need to get those pictures, uh, post them online, do whatever you can with them. And, you know, he wasn't sure what he saw. I mean, he was really a little bit taken aback by it. And I, and I just told him, I said, hey, man, those are your classic orb UFO sighting you had there. I said, there's thousands of pictures of these online. I mean, literally, there's thousands. And people are seeing these things constantly. And they're taking pictures. And I guarantee that if you just type in, uh, UFO orb or UFO orb formation or swarm and just do a, even a Google search, you're just going to find page after page after page of pictures of these things. So it's got past the point where there's even uh, an argument about whether or not there's something in the air that violates the laws of physics. I mean, clearly there is. We're all taking pictures of it. We're all seeing it. Now, whether or not we can explain that, that's another story. And so it's it's beyond having this big debate about whether or not they're UFOs. And, you know, there's been all this back and forth uh, on Twitter between Stephen Greenstreet and the guys from Skinwalker Ranch. And it just seems like it's getting a little, uh, a, a little too much. The real question is, have you looked up in the sky lately? Have you been golfing like this guy? Because if you're out very much, you're going to see this stuff. And if you haven't seen it yourself... Just do a quick search online. You're going to see it. The same way these guys saw this UFO over O'Hare back in 2006. Now, back then, they didn't have cell phones in every pocket. Today, we do. So, I guess my advice is, is if we have another O'Hare UFO uh, encounter, hopefully somebody will be there with some high-quality cell phone footage and we can get some pictures and maybe even some recordings of it. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over now.